welcome to the Sales Compensation Podcast, brought to you by the Canadian Professional Sales Association. In today's CPSA Sales Compensation Podcast, we'll talk about connecting payments with performance. Our guest today is Colin Jarvis. Colin is a sales compensation professional and manager who works in the financial services industry. He has almost 20 years of experience as a corporate practitioner designing and implementing sales compensation programs for large sales organizations. He's worked in financial services, communications, and the technology industries. For sales professionals, team leaders, and organizations across the country, the Canadian Professional Sales Association is your partner in building knowledge and skills to improve sales performance. The CPSA is the advocate for excellence in sales. We invest resources in programming, curriculum development, and professional designations to help individuals and companies become more successful through effective sales. We connect employers and employees, business with academia, and the private sector with government to advance the sales profession and improve Canadian competitiveness. Learn more at cpsa.com. And remember to subscribe to the CPSA podcast through iTunes, Google Play, and more. Colin, thank you so much for participating in the CPSA Sales Compensation Podcast. And before we dive into the questions, uh, tell our listeners a little bit more about you and a couple of the key experiences that you've had in the past dealing with sales compensation. Well, Dave, thanks very much for the opportunity to, to uh, join you on these podcasts. I uh, have also, uh, in addition to the uh, the information you provide, I've also presented a number of educational sessions internally to those organizations. And I am also currently a peer reviewer for an industry publication. Well, that's great, Colin. Let's begin with our first question. Why is it so critical and yet difficult to link pay to performance in the sales compensation plan? Well, if it's designed correctly, the sales comp plan will drive the success of the business. Therefore, you need the pay for performance to create that link from the activity that drives the organizational success to the monetary motivation of your sales force. Now, it's challenging because you have to focus on the activities that will truly drive uh, the success of the organization. And in my experience, that's where the challenge lies, is you need to be able to identify what the key measures are that do, in fact, drive the success of the business. And if you are having trouble identifying those measures, then you're going to have great trouble identifying or getting your business to be successful. Well, what are some of the key performance metrics that are sort of unique to sales compensation? So when you move from the general population of the employee to the sales organization, you can be more granular in your metrics. So, for example, overall, sales might be a good measure for the generic corporate result. However, you may want to be uh, a little more differentiated by product for the sales force. Others that are more sales specific would be a measure like close ratios. That's much more specific to the sales organization and the general employee is not going to be overly excited about close ratios. So I guess it's not just revenue anymore. Not just revenue anymore. However, revenue really is the, depending on the organization, revenue or profit really is the number one. Well, recently, there's been a focus on qualitative measures of sales performance. Can they be incorporated into the sales compensation plan, or is it just all about the numbers? So as we just said, uh, the numbers really are important. However, you can use some qualitative measures. Uh, What I've seen in the past is these qualitative measures, or MBOs, measurement by objectives, uh, have definitely been included in the the sales comp plans. Uh, We just have to be very careful in how we 
do it as sales roles, as we said, are, are really all about the numbers. So I would suggest that you would want to keep it as a minor component and not one with the greatest weighting in the sales comp plan. Uh, also, the organization needs to accept the philosophy behind the MBO. You may have very high participation rates on the MBOs, but your actual numbers aren't coming through. So you need to be able to accept uh, that disconnect between the two. Now, having said all that, you can get the the quote unquote how it is done uh, influencing the payout through a multiplier. So usually you would set up a it would be a negative multiplier. So if your sales rep is doing bad things, you could reduce the payout by a percentage. Well, how do organizations use sales compensation to improve their sales execution? For me, the really neat thing about sales comp itself is that if you tie some money to an activity or a result, it usually gets done. So if you're having issues with the execution, you can get laser focused on those activities that are going to drive your success. Uh, I think also if you keep the comp plan simple, meaning three or four metrics, then the sales teams can easily identify what it is that you want them to do and they'll do it. They'll be very focused on those three or four things. So it provides a real key focus to the sales organization and tells them what you what you value. Absolutely. And it doesn't have to be a measure that is placed on the rep as well as the manager. If it's execution, you could have a measure on them at the manager level and let the sales reps go and sell and get them to be successful by the manager influencing them because the manager is the one with this measure or metric that's going to pay them something at the end of the year for success. Okay, well, what are some of the most important elements that you see in linking performance and payouts? So probably one of the big one is one of the big ones is timing. Uh, you need to have a close link between I do the activity and I get paid for that activity. So a sales plan that pays biweekly or monthly is much better than a or or is going to create a much stronger link than a sales plan that pays annually. Um, also, borrowing from HR, if you can create smart objectives, then you are going to be successful. And by SMART, it's the acronym for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. If you create a plan that adheres to those principles, then you're going to create a strong link between that performance and the payout because the reps will be able to identify easily what it is I do I have what do I have to do and what am I going to get for it. So the plan is really a communications tool and and uh, focuses people on some of those key things that the organization needs delivered. Absolutely, communication. It, it truly is a communications tool for the the organization to get the salespeople all. Uh, headed in the direction that the rest of the organization is going. Colin, thank you very much for being on this CPSA podcast series on sales compensation. And it's always a pleasure to get together with you to talk about a subject that I know we both enjoy and we make a great living doing. Thank you for listening to the Sales Compensation Show. Learn more about the training and benefits from the Canadian Professional Sales Association at cpsa.com.